Welcome to the Hold the Maneuver Podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Mike. We're two hardworking dads trying to immerse ourselves in Star Wars and fit it into our very busy lives. If this is your first time listening and or watching, in this sometimes short-form Star Wars podcast, we'll share our thoughts on different topics from a galaxy far, far away. Where do Sith shop? I feel like I should know this. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> uh, bad Sith and beyond? close that'd be that's actually a really good one but uh at, at the mall everything is half off nice. right but i'm the mall but do, but do they come with spider legs i mean you know sure now they can absolutely these are things nice. that can happen in in star wars land yeah uh and speaking of that uh welcome back adam uh, you joined us recently uh a few Welcome. weeks ago for an episode of Andor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so we, figured, we figured we'd we'd ask you back. I think this is your third time on the show now, right? Yeah, so you did Obi-Wan, and then you did so. an Andor. Now you did another Andor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it was episode, uh, I believe, episode five of Andor. So, like, right before that, the... Yeah, it was, it was episode five of Andor. Nice. I'm fairly certain. So, so we are now on episode 29 of the Hold'em Maneuver talking about episode nine of Andor. Uh, before we get into the episode discussion, uh, really quick, we'll go through a few of our segments really quick here at the start. Um, we haven't done this one in a few weeks, uh, but it's going to be kind of a little mishmash for the our I Am Your Father story time. Now, Adams will be related to it in that it is Star Wars. and it made made him feel like a kid so oh yeah uh, so what what is your story this week uh well i went to disneyland uh as an as by myself which was amazing i highly suggest going there by yourself you're gonna go go by yourself (laughs) uh but if you can't if you can't go by yourself and uh you know you have the means of which to do so uh, you can take your kid and get yourself a real lightsaber, which was a ton of fun. You can hear it makes like lots of sounds and stuff. But what this makes me feel like is a kid. And if I had a kid, I don't think I'd actually let him play with it, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I think he would stay far, far away from it. Uh, It is a, it is a treasure and it, and, um, while I didn't cry, I was humming uh, the Star Wars theme literally the entire time I was in uh, Galaxy's Edge uh, and and waiting in the lines to go on the attractions and stuff. I just got to feel like a kid again, uh, and I was by myself. So like when you're childlike uh, in that like mode and you're by yourself and you have that freedom of adulthood, it's like pretty cool. Like imagine if you actually were like a 12 year old in Disneyland by yourself, like no parents telling you to do anything. You can eat all the cotton candy, all the ice cream, get whatever you want. That's what it's kind of like as an adult. It's like, yeah, that's the last time I went, I was 12 or 13. And that's my cousin worked there at the time. Like I was saying before this, and he just like brought us behind the scenes. Like we skipped all the lines, free food everywhere. Cause like, I don't know what he did there or if he was just stealing I don't know, but we didn't wait for anything. We didn't pay for anything. And it was why I'm a little uh, gun shy about potentially going here in a couple of weeks. Because <laughs> right, 
you you got you got too used to it. You got you, you got a little taste, a little <laughs> little morsel yeah. of, of what was on that the other side. Having a, going with a three year old is probably a bad idea. No, I'm just kidding about not taking your kids. <laughs> no, 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 I I take her still, but she's not gonna understand find, lines. She's not gonna understand why. Just she find can't Anakin, do what she wants. and you'll be fine. Yeah, that's yeah. true about the lines. There were some. I honestly, I didn't really have and I, I stood by the strollers for a while because that's where we met up with the people we were with uh and there weren't too many screaming children i don't it was a, pr- a pretty decent experience as far as that goes so nice. very cool um and if you want i'll i don't know like what the time length limits are on instagram now but the edited video you sent me maybe maybe i'll post that on our holdo instagram if you if you don't mind the uh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's like a like, six minute video yeah so <laughs> I, I will attempt to post it there if you see it on there after you've watched or listened to this episode then it worked so yeah there you go. <laughs> success yeah uh and then yeah just be- between uh ralph on the show last week like hyping it up and then uh mike lee like going on that halcyon and then going there a few weeks ago um it's really hyping it up in my mind for me for <laughs> later this month for myself and I, I know mike is really trying to to win the battle on his side so that uh, instead of now hogwarts is cool too but i know that he's trying to win the battle to go to batu rather than than hogwarts well, my the selling point is where it is in disney world there's more for my kid to do than in Universal Studios. That's so true. she can go be, over, do whatever. Yeah, you can be like there's there's Toy Story Land. Yeah, she can go play there's, with Wood and Buzz, Mickey, uh, Woody yeah, and Buzz, and I'll just go make a lightsaber. Like, there's pretty much Mickey yeah. Minnie's Runaway Railroad uh, thing that is in the great the old great movie ride, which R.I.P. to the great movie ride because that <laughs> ride was awesome. Um, but yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff to do at. Hollywood Studios. Just strap yeah. her into Tower of Terror and go have myself a time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just stay here. <laughs> You'll then, be fine. Then you can have a that that'll be a good segue into me. Um well I guess actually you you go first, Mike. Uh what what was your story this week for the the I'm your father story? My story is this week is um I'm currently in an off site location to film this. I'm at my office at work because my kid is sick. And like, it's just so hard to deal with that emotionally. And cause like she's taking the medicine, she's doing everything she can, but she's just like, it's just so hard to see them like suffer in any type of way. Right. That's like been really stressful trying to like make sure she gets better. But at the same time, like you gotta like do stuff to keep, like keep the house going. You gotta, do all these things, but like all you want to do is like I want to like put all my energy into you getting better. Mm-hmm. So my wife Grace used to like just go to the office, get this, record your show because there's no way I could have been at home and not had a screaming child <laughs> sitting here with me. Well, she'll get better soon, hopefully, and then uh, she can. Uh, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I think. I think today like was on the upswing. That's good. She's she got to feel good so that she can go to Florida. 
We we told her that. Yeah. We're like, you got to get better to go to Florida. She's like, I'll go anyway. I, was like, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, she would, like, I guess. But I have a choice. I'll get all these Floridians sick. <laughs> she thinks we're going to the beach, so she's in for a rude awakening when we're in inland Florida. This doesn't look like <laughs> we go to Orlando. Where's the beach? Well, it's uh, there's Blizzard Beach right there. Uh, Daytona Beach isn't too far from Orlando, I think, either. Yeah, it's everything's yeah, like forty-five minutes from where we are at most. So yeah, and I mean, and I mean, eventually everything in Florida will be near the beach too. So you got a couple of years. She's, yep. she's, she's just... got she's got that going for her, which is nice. Oy, Florida doing things <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> and if you're in Florida and listen to this, welcome. Uh, so <laughs> speaking, it's of not your fault. Your state is backwards. <laughs> Speaking of things that are in Florida, uh, I remember years ago when I, like, I think the last time I was in Florida was like 1998. Uh, we went to like when Nickelodeon Studios was there. Uh, now I think it's like some random part of the Universal Studios. Yeah, it's still there. It's just not Nickelodeon uh, anymore. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look cool. It's like gray and blue now rather than like. It's all like all the, the McDonald's play places are growing up. That grew up. Yeah. <laughs> Man. My. My segue I was attempting here was that this <laughs> ca- cartoon was on Nickelodeon. It was Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, so, and this has a Star Wars connection too, because Dave Filoni worked on Avatar: The Last Airbender. No connection with James no. Cameron Avatar. No, yeah, no, 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 no blue cats. Uh, but it, for Halloween, uh, my son. Uh, ended up going as the character Sokka from Avatar: The Last Airbender, mm-hmm. uh, and what was funny about that is that that character usually has like a like a top knot in his hair, mm-hmm. but the day before, yeah, kind of like Perrin. Uh, the day before uh, Patrick got his Halloween costume, he got his hair cut a little bit shorter, and his point of reference for it was uh, Keanu Reeves via. Uh, Bill, the original Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> so that's that's how he got it cut. And I was like, "Are you going to get your hair blown out too?" Because his hair is kind of like, <laughs> like really like blown out. That the unwashed look. He didn't do. <laughs> yeah, uh, but so it ended up being like too short for him to do like the top bun. So it was like Sokka if he just like didn't do the top bun, I guess. Before he um, discovered the top bun. Yeah, yeah, and because my son's so tall, like the the pants for the costume ended up being like capris because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like this weird, but like the rest of it fit fine. It was just like the pants were capris somehow. That's so, funny. But, Poor kid. I'm yeah. sure he was fine. Yeah, he was fine. He had, had fun. I don't care how long he took or treats for. I mean, he's, he'll be 17 in like two weeks, but <laughs> whatever. Up so it's tough to him. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tough being a teenager. Give, give the, give the kids candy. For however long they they want to go trick or treating, you give them candy, you close the door in their face. Like it's their gamble. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got two choices. If if they're being nice and they actually made the effort to wear a costume, right? And, like aren't just like you know wearing like a t shirt or something like then that's what it's all about anyway. I think yeah. if like if if I if I as a forty two year old man wanted to go trick or treating, if I put the effort into a costume and I put a and I put a, a sack in front of your your face for, <laughs> for during Halloween, I say trick or treat. I don't need a full candy bar. You can give me a potato. I don't care. 
Yeah. <laughs> we do just, that just at work. Him, just give him a watch or something. Yeah. No, he doesn't like that. Give him more. <laughs> but, they uh, let yeah, the kids so, at work at college, the school I work at, go trick or treating. And there's also an elementary school nearby. And they let those kids come on campus and trick or treat around the offices. And I was like, they're coming around. And all the little kids from the elementary school, I was like, you're not in costume. What are you doing? You're just in a winter jacket. Like, that is not a costume. And then well, there's one girl the- dressed as Ahsoka. I was like, you're getting the full bowl, bowl of candy. You showed up. <laughs> That's the downside of, like, living somewhere, like, on, like, I guess, like, the northwest or northeast. It was 70 degrees that day, though. Oh. Like, why I- were you wearing a winter coat and no costume when you knew you were going trick-or-treating? That was the costume. They're like, I'm going as somebody that's cold when it's 70 degrees. <laughs> no, I asked him. I was like, where's your costume? I forgot. I was like, it's Halloween. You forgot? That's you the one thing. Parents forgot you to buy it. Forgot to buy it for you, rather. That's funny. The college students are just as bad. I put one streak of makeup over my face. That's a costume. You could do anything. <laughs> like, you could be a bum. Just, like, dirt up <laughs> some clothes and tear some holes in it or something. And, like, there you, go. you could do anything. A costume one kid oh, was a deadbeat dad i did laugh at that <laughs> he was walking around in a bathrobe and a coffee cup that was spilling everywhere i was like there's some trauma there yeah he's like that's my, my dad for christmas <laughs> or ha- halloween christmas on there christmas sometimes some people refer to halloween as their christmas so i'm, I'm safe that. there i think I'm and they listen to corns let get the santa claus <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. man! <laughs> so uh, from from there, uh, we'll segue into like our our brief uh, news section, which is Andor related. Um, it's mostly just talking about season two of Andor is actually going to start filming uh, pretty soon. So it's going to be starting on the twenty first of this month, uh, November twenty first, twenty twenty two. So I guess, and it sounds like they're going to be flying back out to London around then to start filming. And uh, it looks like it's going to be the same trio of directors uh, that uh, did this first season. So it's going to be like Dan um, Dan Gilroy and Bo Williams will be returning to write the upcoming season as well. And then there's a newcomer of Tom Bissell who uh, is going to be joining the cast as well too. And it's not, from some of the stuff uh, they were talking about is that um, we already knew like in the season two it's going to kind of be a little bit more fast paced than season one, whereas the season one took place is taking place all over um, this one year period of five years before Rogue One. Next season will be each kind of arc, like we've had arcs this season, uh, will be another year leading up to that. Uh, and they had said that next season will have uh, Yavin will show up in there, uh, so we'll see a, a bit of Yavin in that season well so that'll be pretty cool and then we will also uh see a lot of things that will very squarely set up uh stuff that we saw in rogue one as well too so it's pretty exciting to know that they're at least going to be filming this soon i don't know when we're going to get season two maybe we'll get it next fall i feel like june july is a good time if they're filming now Nah, yeah. it would be like September of October, October, I feel like. Yeah, because it's another 12 episodes, so. Depends yeah. on how uh, desperate they are for clicks. 
Yeah, I feel like it. Just, I and yeah, it. Do, I feel like it. It would depend on uh, how they wrap up this season and what the the fan interest is at the end of the season. See what the sure. like how how much people because I mean I'm really enjoying it. Um. Uh. So I feel like I, I haven't and I haven't really talked to like other Star Wars fans about it because some of them could be pretty toxic, even ones that I hang yeah. out with. Like on like a, a May the Fourth day, um, not that I I mean I love them dearly, uh, but some of them can be pretty toxic about everything and it's just like yo it's really like I'm entertained like that's what you got to right. do to me entertain me and these movies are entertaining are they the greatest stories in the world no they're stories that have been told time and time again we have it's very hard to make an original story so yeah you can say that for anything and everything so yeah. Song. that's oh. me i i'm i season two i mean depending i mean we have a couple a few episodes left to season one now season two is going to be pretty exciting Great. i feel like there's i'm just hoping really- it's not going to be too fast paced because the slow burn of season one has been good mm-hmm. yeah yeah i like the although i feel i feel like it'll feel similar to it in a way just because even though this is all taking place over like one year they still feel like these very contained arcs that like there's this kind of through line through everything mm-hmm. which i feel like they can still do even if that stuff is taking place over the course of four years well they definitely can but like certain things we're seeing now how it's taking so long for a payoff i just yeah. hope like they don't set something up and then give it the crappiest payoff just because they got to jump ahead six years or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. that's the only fear i have is Oh, we have this really cool story and crap. I think it'll be all right. We'll see. But, yeah. uh, although, yeah, the, yeah, because I don't think they're, they're not going to do the, the hot D route of jumping mm-hmm. uh, 20 years over the course of one season. Yeah. Um, hot D is what I call House of the Dragon, just so people know what I'm talking about there. <laughs> I so just, just left it alone. Um, <laughs> Now I'll make a very awkward segue. Speaking of hot D, this is where we segue to Vactor's segment of the episode. Vactor here once again. I gotta say, I feel like a broken record. Andor was good again. Another episode, fantastic. If you're not watching this, if you're a Star Wars fan, I don't know what to tell you at this point. Everybody is ranting and raving about this show. We talked about it here on the Hold'em Maneuver on the comic book Kaiju this show is something special. With episode 9, I think it just cemented its place in the annals of Star Wars. And this is just a, an amazing show. Television show, whether you're a Star Wars fan or not, you have to be watching Andor. Alright, back to you guys. Alright, and we are back to discuss the ninth episode of Andor, uh, which is called... Nobody We're just going to ignore his review. We're just not going to pay attention to it. It didn't happen. It speaks for itself. <laughs> uh, thank you, Vector. Uh, but yes, this ninth episode. Nope. Well, I mean, like the episode is called "Nobody's Listening." Yeah, uh, exactly. So it's the ninth episode of the, of this first season of Andor. Uh, the episode is directed by Toby Haynes, and it was written by Bo William. I wanted to say Williamson, but it's Williamon. Yeah, Williamon. Williamon. Willie Mammoth. Willie Mammoth. I don't know. Whatever. 
Willie yeah. Mammoth or Bo? Oh, Willie we'll Mammoth. That. That's, what the, <laughs> that's what his last name. And the the first thing I had to say about this episode is that now, like I know we had had, I don't know if if it was like all of us, but I know we had different various theories about who Vel. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched it, FYI. Yeah, we'll throw that although, out. There. Although if you're if you're watching your review recap video about an episode you didn't watch, hey, it's kind of on you at this people, point. People get mad. Got to throw it out there. People have their own avenues of watching television. I don't think we should judge anybody. If they hear spoilers, <laughs> maybe people just like spoilers. They don't care. They love it. <laughs> it, it makes them feel good. Um, but anyway, feel spoiled. Vel, yeah. Vel, now, we all thought she was going to be related to... Uh, Luthen, which I mean, I guess it's still good. I guess maybe she's she still could be because so Vel Sartha is, is that her last name? Mon Mothma's, yeah, I guess so. Uh, Mon Mothma's cousin. So I was like, oh, I didn't did not see that coming Mm-mm, at all. Neither did I. I so, was I was pleasantly like, oh, surprised oh, though. Yeah, so. That's that puts like another kind of like wrinkle into this too, because it's interesting even more so than like how uh, her and Luthen were like interacting then, uh, mm-hmm. like when they were on Albani. So I'm even like more curious, like I guess, kind of about that and like how exactly uh, Mon. It's weird to only say Mon too. Like I, I feel like <laughs> I need to always say Mon Mothma. <laughs> Otherwise. It. No one should yeah. hold you back. And then, I, and then I also found out that her, I I figured her husband's name was Perrin Mothma, but it it seems like at least for the lineage of like third names, her, it's almost like a Norwegian uh, like naming convention with you know like how like like Thor is like Thor Odin's son, or if they're a daughter, it's like. Uh, um, so it would have been like Odin uh, daughters. It's yeah, yeah like, it's, uh, uh, Odin daughter. Odin daughter. <laughs> Odin yeah. Daughter. So yeah, like uh, like my dog, I called her S- Sylvie Vibert daughter because she's supposed <laughs> to be like Sylvie. Um, but so I think that's kind of like how their names work. Like her name is Mon Mothma. His name is Perrin Pertha or something like that. And then so it's like his is like a paternal name. I don't know like how that all works. I'm sure there's it's probably like in one of those like you know those huge uh visual dictionary things that they release for for star wars and i'm sure like pablo hidalgo not pablo hidalgo pablo hidalgo someone i feel like that's not i feel like that's not the right name it's not a real name (laughs) you're not even a real boy (laughs) Uh yeah but but anyways um like finding that out I was like, oh, dang, that's interesting. But um, you're just assuming they follow our marriage conventions. I know yeah, uh, wherever oh, they're from. I, I was right. His name is Pablo Hodago. I, I, I overthought it. But, Brilliant. Um, I was thinking uh, uh, Viggo Mortensen in the movie Hodago. <laughs> and there's that reference. <laughs> so yeah. random. The, mov- the movie about uh, Viggo Mortensen riding a horse. Um, he was the black yeah. rider, and I guess kind of going with a lot of the stuff with Mon Mothma in this episode, 
there was this the scene with her and her daughter and she was like who let you do that and she, or, and she we'll see like, if your father will let you do that and he and lets me like, do whatever i do want anything. i was like that sounds about right <laughs> that that's, that definitely sounds about right I, although i've seen some theories where some people think that her daughter uh uh leda i think her name is Something um, like that close there's a lot of there's a lot of people's names that sound like Leia. There's Clea, Leda. Uh, Leia's also, you know, around in this time period, walking mm-hmm. around doing Very stuff. So. Uh, so, like, some people think that maybe Mon Mothma's daughter may possibly uh, be like part of like the like Rebel Alliance too, but like part like some like other subsection, and like they don't know that each other is on that. So she just sees kind of like this facade her mom is putting up, uh, trying to be almost like centrist within mm. like the the Senate, and then that's why she acts the way that she does around her mom because of that. Wouldn't that be a She's turn? Because we all hate parents so much. That him <laughs> and uh, the daughter are actually in the Rebel Alliance full time. Well, no, par- parents definitely not. He that that dude's a straight up douche, but. <laughs> Like, he's the worst father ever he lets his daughter do whatever she wants yeah no discipline yeah i don't know but yeah like uh, with her i feel like it still could go either way and that's not just because i feel like my theory of cyril is like, like <laughs> slipping farther and farther he's just away. desperate for someone to be there <laughs> yeah i know he, he, he's going he's going like more and more stalkerish ish <laughs> like it feels mm-hmm. like in this he's uh-uh. he's uh he's got issues i mean imagine meeting your boss or not even it's not even his boss dedra is not even his boss imagine but imagine doing what he did like to to like try and get a promotion you just like yeah. stalk you stalk the person that would be able to do right. it like that he's i and then his relationship with his mother is hilarious too to me like it is ridiculing you, him and then he's like i got a promotion box. <laughs> yeah you did that's my boy that's all that's some cereal that here's more cereal do you like the whole, that? you want you want my private box i have no oh, yeah. ways of knowing it's like mm-hmm. what the heck's your private box well, <laughs> either of you watch that Dahmer series no i did not i stayed no. away from that well he uh, had a I, private I box too and <laughs> So, which is very similar to what was in seven. We knew, we knew where that happened. We knew what happened there. That's crazy. That's I also laughed when she's like, I cook you two meals a day, but we only ever see him eating cereal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's always breakfast. That's weird. I guess you got to cook those puffs. They got to, she's got to make those puffs and milk the, the animal that they milk. <laughs> yeah. Or it could be like that food that we've seen like Obi-Wan and, Ray eating where like they essentially just like pour like what like water on it and it's like hydrated like the yeah. and tentacles come out <laughs> yeah like yeah. the hydrated pizza and back to the future part too yeah. you uh, sure not a hydrated pizza <laughs> <laughs> oh man well, it was just interesting because he's like i work really hard and then it's like no you're stalking that's what you're yeah. doing you're just i mean stalking. he's got he's got something like he's got some sort of vendetta uh, mm-hmm. against Cassian about something and that's what I want to see a good payoff for like why is it is it really just because he murdered two of his colleagues like is that how driven he is to find him like what is his 
his end game for this. And he says it to uh, uh, Dedra. He's like, um, I want the same thing you want. Like, I can feel it. I can see it in your eyes. Mm. Like, that's, he's psycho. He's psycho. And then she's like, I'll put you in a cage in the outer rim. Get away from me. <laughs> yeah, because that's where he deserves to go. That's because he's crazy. <laughs> that's what made me think maybe that's going to be some payoff is he's going to end up in the same prison Cassian's in, even though I don't think that's going to happen in the timeline now. But that'd be uh, interesting. Maybe that's when they two get to confront each other is hmm. somehow they're in the same facility. Although it's it's interesting with Dedra too because um, like earlier in the season you're not like straight up rooting for her because you know that she works for the ISB but you're also I love her like, character so much and I you're like oh yeah yeah like listen to her she knows what she's talking about but kind of also don't listen to her because then to find out rebel stuff going on um, she's but, so like, maniacal and evil and you should hate her but you just yeah, root for her yeah. for some reason she's so good because she's so good. <laughs> Yeah, she's, she's, very, so she's well. very good at torturing. Yeah, oh, she, the tor- she, that, that, like, she doesn't torture. torture. She's not a torturer. No, she's not against. Left up to the doctor. Well, that, yeah. that's like part of it. Or, 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 or as the doctor goes, hey. he's just <laughs> he's just like that little wave. Where he's just like, hey, so. Oh man, that he helmet. listened to what she listened to and didn't scream. Yeah. It's like that just him describing what she's about to listen to, like children's <laughs> screams are the best. He yeah. described children's screams as being like the best thing to mess her up. Yeah. You know, like that'll really get edited her. children's screams to boot. Like they listened yeah. to it and were like, This isn't good enough. We gotta tweak it. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It's just so effed up. Yeah, and we also find out that, that they're gonna end up hanging uh Salmon Pock. The, the dude that owned the shop that had the the radio well, kind of mm-hmm. uh, which that that's gonna kind of weigh a little bit on Bix I would assume because like he had turned that off he wasn't using it and she's like I need to use it I need to try mm-hmm. to contact somebody and then like at this immediately point, also like <laughs> cut like cut that off so like it didn't even like do anything other than basically kill this dude so now that leaves that leaves his like son like without without anybody yeah um, he hasn't been hung so, yet so there's time yeah although they said what well, like basically what's left of him so right. like i feel like he's pretty like effed up at this point and i did like the transitions back and forth between um like her like bix getting tortured and then it like cutting to the machinery uh, five <laughs> yeah with the machinery it was like a good like audio transition mm-hmm. yeah so you weren't sure if it was like her screaming from listening to that or if it was like the grinding of like I don't know, that whole machinery. scene with pre-torture and post-torture was so good thematically like the staging of dedra and vix and how you see the power struggle and mm-hmm. how dedra is like just taunting her with her body language and the fact that instead of showing Vic screaming and writhing in pain, they just focus on her eyes. Yeah. Like, that was just made it more powerful in my mind. Yeah. That the whole, just the, the, the balance that they had throughout the whole episode uh, between just the, that pri- the prison, man, that's so like they're all the, the 12 hours. So they get one break. <laughs> like, oh, they yeah. get, I'm taking like, they get one break in 12 hours. And then, then just the, the, just everything, the way it was shot, this episode was, um, I did the, the way they interweaved 
the shots and telling the story uh, was definitely something I thoroughly enjoyed. And I really, I'm I, like, I love Andy Serkis's character too. Like, mm-hmm. He's amazing. Agreed. Uh, just his, and I mean, making his second appearance as a, <laughs> as a person <laughs> or maybe as a person. Yeah. As a person, but he's, he's um, I'm, I, I, and now his character's arc is changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Well, yeah, he had hope. Now he has no hope. So yeah, he needs yeah, a new hope. hope. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, his his. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what kind of rebellion they have on the um, on the guards and the uh, and, and just yeah. how they yeah, try be... and take over that prison. You know, because they're like the elevator's 12. not hooked up. We can just take them down here and. Mm-hmm. How they're just like trying to quick plan things. Something's going to go awry. He's going to get out, but something's going to go awry. Obviously, someone's going to die that's going to be semi important to yeah, him. Well, we know or, we know at least two of them get out. We know at least Cassian and Melshi right. both get out. Yeah. How but, they get out is what's going to be interesting. Well, everybody kind of dies. Because like, <laughs> he's seen so much, like <laughs> cat. No, nah, I'm, I'm laughing at death, but uh, it's but Cassian <laughs> has has seen so much. Like he, he's like we. I've, I've I've mentioned it before in in Rogue One. He says like you have no idea what I've been through. Mm-hmm. Like we're seeing it. Yeah. We're seeing what he's been through at this point. So I feel like they might be the only two that make it. It's very possible because right. they just turned. Yeah. They got rid of an entire floor of people just like that, just in a in yeah, a heartbeat. And- that was interesting too to basically find out like that the one person was supposed to get out from another level. And well, he got out, they, and then they just yeah, put yeah, him back in. Yeah, as they got out, they put they put him back into another level. So like, and assume nobody would be the wiser, and then everybody figured that out, and they're like, oh well, we got to kill all this level. So, <laughs> yeah, um, it's also intriguing because is Andy Circus freaking out so much because of that, or did he know someone on two? That was just killed. Like absolutely, I want to know more about that. That's just interesting little nugget and portrayal of the story. Well, the yeah. the uh, the older guy, I forgot his name right now. I had it. Uh, <laughs> the one who died who of the stroke. You? The doctor I said that he's seen him before, and I think that's a little telling as well, right? As to what actually happens mm. uh, in that prison. Um, and maybe we'll find out more about that. Maybe they're all just cycled through anyway. They're never getting, and I think actually that is because they 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 mention it like we're never getting out of here. And yeah, that's why we're cheaper that's to replace the, the droids. And yeah, 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 that's the payoff at the at the end of the episode is how many guards are there? No more than twelve. Right, like his, we need to rebel now. His mindset shifted immediately. Yep. Yeah. So, and I think that's when the when the older gentleman died of that stroke. I think that's when it that click that 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 was that switch for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah, oh, it definitely was. I just, just I just feel days left on this floor. Maybe that's just my inner hope that there's more to it than that. That there's someone he knows on two. Yeah. That. There, <laughs> oh, certainly there could be someone there. Absolutely. <clears throat> That would be, I think either way they go with it. I'm just interested in seeing uh, where they go with it. Because mm. it's like, they the way they leave you hanging at every, I almost only want to watch it like the day before, almost binge it. Like watch, so oh, yeah. watch back-to-back episodes. Um, so, because I don't like waiting. 
Because now I'm just going to think about what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Disney. I don't know why they did that. They're like they broke the mold, like the trend of like putting everything out there. They're like, nope, we're doing weekly, and it's just like it's irked I, I, me I ever since. It. Except for I Tales of the Jedi, because no, yeah, except for Tales okay. of the Jedi. And... <laughs> well, it's because those are like 15 minutes long. Um, but I I prefer it this way just because it's already like tough enough to like avoid spoilers mm-hmm. for one episode when it gets released mm-hmm. so like when an entire season gets released so this is how there here's the ending of season one explained two hours after it got released yeah yeah you got 59 hours of content and someone's posted a spoiler video within 30 seconds yeah i, I agree like, did, you uh, just okay. watch, did you just watch the me. ending you got me but no, I, I want it all at once <laughs> i'm like of that mindset i do my i very well at avoiding spoilers so. I think what, what might be a cool idea maybe for like next season specifically with this show is like how we got the premiere where they released that that first arc as like the premiere. Maybe specifically with Andor maybe do like these are like little sub movie events because uh, I think that's how I might go back and rewatch this season eventually is so like watch those first three episodes then watch mm-hmm. like the next arc all together then watch the next arc and so on and so forth. But like, just yeah. like in those like little mini arcs. And then, so like maybe next year, because it's supposed to be set up with like year four, year three, year two, year one release. I mean, it, it would be over quicker, I guess it'd be done in a month, but um, just release like that, that arc, the yeah. next arc, then the next one. Um, that might be one way. And then just cause I know like, we've all been enjoying the show and we really have liked it, but I know there's other people I know are waiting specifically because of like how it's arced in this mm-hmm. and people are used to watching, I guess shows in certain ways and <laughs> watching a story uh, specifically kind of like in serialized shows to be given to you in a certain way. Whereas these really are, Similar to, I guess, like, uh, uh, trying to, like, because some of the Marvel shows have been closer to, like, oh, this is literally like a six hour movie cut up into mm. one hour chunks. Whereas that's kind of what this show has been. It's like, this is a three hour movie cut, uh, cut into three chunks here. Um, so that's a little bit different, like, how the, the storytelling has been done in, with this, too. Although I still think that like this episode, even though it's kind of like the act two of the story, it does it. This whole episode had a really good job of like really holding tension the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like you, you feel that kind of ramping up slowly and getting like more and more tense. I've seen a lot of people also say like this is like one of the, like their favorite Star Wars things ever. Is just this episode specifically that there's and there's not. I don't. And in this episode, there's not like any spaceships. There's not any blasters. There's not any lightsabers. There's not any use. I can agree with that sentiment. I said something very similar in my standalone review. But yeah, but it still is Star Wars. Um, So like Star Wars can have all that stuff and all that stuff's awesome, but it can still feel like Star Wars, even without any of that stuff. in Yeah, it's good storytelling. Exactly. That's what it is. It's just good storytelling. And that's that's a huge difference uh, in anything really uh, of their series 
specifically is just the stark. I think we talked about this in previous episode. There's the stark difference in how this has been built out, but mm. uh, as compared to everything else they've really done, um, even movie wise, I would even say just the storytelling is so gripping because you are feeling for almost like we were, we, we all like Deidre, like <laughs> we shouldn't, <laughs> but we do. It's just, yeah. This is the way the way it's written and and the way they're able to mm-hmm. uh, I, I, even just the, the the character relationships you can feel them even when they're not together, you know. Yeah, and I, I just yeah, think that's, like, it's it's just pretty cool. And that kind of brings me to a point I wanted to make because they have the scene where all the people in ISB are called together to talk about um well some rebel f- pilot and how they're going to dispose of them essentially. Yeah, and Deidre's by that Blevin guy, her counterpart who hates her, wasn't there. And I'm like, oh shit, what's he gonna do now? Like, what's he plotting? Like, I was thinking about him during that whole thing while they're talking about just like killing a guy, putting him in a spaceship, and pushing it off to space to be found later. Yeah, she's ruthless. That's another way she's ruthless. She's like, (laughs) what if we kill him and just put him on a ship? What what happens then? That's the best idea. Just kill him, and it looks like an accident. Like that's that's it's, ruthless. It is she's horrible, but I love her at the same time because she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like a little bit. That's almost why, like her and Cyril, uh, cereal. I'm just gonna call him cereal because he <laughs> eats cereal. <laughs> cereal. <laughs> Yeah. He, he may be a serial, serial killer. Serial. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, like, that's why it almost seems like those two go really well together. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's like that's what Cyril likes. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, like, in my like, take, like, they're the same person, except she's successful. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. She's the she's smarter she's and better. She's smart about it. He's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just very, he uh, he's, acts very instinctually. Which is what got him in trouble in the first place and why he lost yeah. his job. Because he's like, Oh, I'm gonna go with my instincts, damn damn the system and damn mm-hmm. the the ranks and how this works. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna do it. Damn my so, boss being like, It's their fault they died. Like Yeah. <laughs> screw so, them. He doesn't really he's he's one she follows the rules to a certain extent and he's just mm-hmm. kinda like He's a he's a, a bad guy rule breaker. He's the one that thinks like outside. He's thinking really outside the box, right? You know, in in a way. And she's like the more straight version of a of a bad. Like she's outside the box, but within the rules at the same time. Like she yeah. uses the rules in ways people weren't anticipating. Yes. Like well, forgot her request or whatever. She's like, well, according to this act, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Just like in your face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know Star, that. Star Wars. She knows the Star Wars version of the Patriot Act, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, maybe that's what Blevins going to do. He's going to hire Cyril to be like her assistant or something, and put him right next to her. And we still don't uh, have a, We still don't know his uncle. Did we really meet his uncle? Or my? No, we haven't. Part? And that was another point I didn't write in the notes because Mon Mothma starts saying how she doesn't want to pair with this gangster type person. Uh-huh. Could that be Cyril's oh, yeah. uncle? Yeah, yeah, that could that could be interesting. Oh, yeah, and I like like how um uh, uh forget, forget what the banker dude's name is, like her old friend, but like I like how uncomfortable he's making her husband. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, her kind of old like, fling. They've been married yeah. since they were fifteen. Like, yeah, yeah. Or, Get over it, dude. Like her old old fling when she was like eleven. That's. <laughs> Hey, it's Star Wars. I don't uh, age. Age is weird everywhere. I I I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> well, it's also a Star Wars where George that, Lucas that was very fond of the brother and sister. Yes. So yeah, we just kind of ignore that part. I think it makes it easier. Anakin, huh? Anakin was nine, and uh, Padme was fourteen. Nothing happened then, to- though. Yeah, it's and it's she a galaxy. Until, she waited until he far, was far 19. away from here. <laughs> she waited until he was night. Known as Alabama. <laughs> uh, to our Alabama listeners, <laughs> you can mute that. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> they know what they are. Oh dear. Uh, so yeah, uh, so I'm not Marva, I'm Alabama now. Uh, is going to tragically die. <laughs> that was my other Mike note. On the note, that's it's clear um, that there's going to be some tragic death of Marva based on um, Dedra calling out the fact that she's old and frail and useless, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, she finds yeah, out the link, word, like use her as bait for Cassian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that's she's going to be like just blown up right in front of him. I mean, once they figure out where he is, it shouldn't be too hard to trace him, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know what their reach is. Yeah. What's kind of funny is that they, they already have him, but they don't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith. Like, he's already... They have Keith. Keith yeah. Grigo. Keith yeah, they're Grigo. chasing... They're chasing... They're grasping... Literally grasping at straws, to be honest. How they don't like, know it's him is just... That's the one mind-boggling thing. Because he's they, shaved. Oh yeah, that's that's the whole thing. <laughs> You're like, oh, he's going shaving. <laughs> like Superman putting glasses on. Who's that guy? <laughs> he does have the curl. Well, to be head. fair, people do look a lot different when they shave. It is true. It is true. Take the glasses and the beard off. You look a lot different. But oh, I see my father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only see that when I take off the hat and. And then I'd have to do this, and then then that's my. Or hold on, no, <laughs> it's a goatee. Yeah. or Walter White, one of the two. I had a goatee for a while. There you go. <laughs> but we digress. <laughs> oh man, Jedi's have different beard things. Uh, side note: that's one of the things I liked about Tales of the Jedi too. Is that you saw that like little intermediary between Episode Two and Three, where uh, Obi Wan is still rocking the. The mullet, the oh mullet. yeah, yeah, yeah. hadn't grown out yet. I enjoyed that yeah. series too, just as a little throw in there. I thought that was a lot of fun to kind of get a little peek into that kind of mm-hmm. uh, storyline. Yeah. It was neat. It was fun, and it was and, quick too. You'd watch it in like a few hours. Yeah, and I think Mike and I recorded it after Hold of last week, so um, we did. If you haven't watched it yet. I'll I'll put it in here as like a check out this video. Uh, <laughs> I redid that on it. Link in the descriptions. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we talked about it on that. Um, yeah, I I enjoyed Tales of the Jedi, but was there anything else within this episode of Andor that you guys wanted to bring up before we kind of like wrap up and close out for this this week? Maybe you two might one of you might know. 
that torture helmet they put on Vix. It looks like some communications helmet that some dude was wearing on a Death Star in episode four. Did it not? You know what I'm talking about? I'd have to go back and and watch uh, to like make sure, but it I wouldn't so doubt familiar. it. Because we've had we have had like little Easter eggs of things from other parts of this universe. And if it is, like, how sadistic is that that they make them wear that the whole time? Or, like, if you can handle it, that's how (laughs) you can be, uh, uh, you know, an imperial um, whatever. Any (laughs) department in the imperial army. So, yeah, they sit there and they handle it and they're just, like, listening to children screaming, just like, do, 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 do. I am focused oh, yeah. now. This is the, this is the oh, children stuff. screaming helps me focus. <laughs> That's what's in Cyril's uh, special box. Could be. Oh, Something's goodness. in there. We're going to find Something. out. I, if Something. we don't find out, if we don't find box. out what's in that box, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> if it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head, I'll, I'll be very excited and elated <laughs> as well. <laughs> Brad Pitt next... shows up as a, as a Jedi next week. He's What's like, in the box? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, ah. I, met, I would imagine he gets that on the street sometimes. Like he's just oh, walking yeah. around. People are like, "What's in the Trailer. box?" He's like, "Yep, all right." <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you say? What do you say? Yeah, you can't say anything. I I still don't believe Cyril's making it to season two. He's also. Something's yeah. happening with him. He's not going to make it. Whether he's imprisoned, dead, he puts himself. He puts himself in in bad positions, mm-hmm. um, and he got lucky to get that promotion because I think, in a way, uh, Deidre might like him. That part of him, that pursuit of mm-hmm. justice, uh, in their eyes. So that's that might keep him alive, or it might get him killed. So that's what's fun about his character, though. Yeah. And so interesting about it. It's like he's crazy, but you can see why he is the way he is, too, with him having the relationship with his mother in uh, being brought in. Mm. Uh, Because you don't really have that that often. There's not a lot of, like, mother-son. No, because all the Jedi are taken away from their mothers. You don't see their mothers. So you don't get to see. Except Anakin. And you see what happens there. Yeah. He, oh yeah, yeah. He killed all of them. <laughs> he killed all of them. <laughs> They're animals. We slaughtered them like animals. Uh, yeah. So we have the the last episode of this arc for episode ten, and then we'll have like basically the two episode arc for episodes eleven and twelve to finish out the season. So yeah, it'll be, be interesting, interesting to see what happens with this prison mm-hmm. break on the horizon. Yeah. 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 Because I'm assuming that'll that'll wrap up in this next episode, and then I'm not sh- sure what like that last two episode arc is going to be at that point. Maybe like Cassian like formally joining the the Rebel Alliance there at the mm-hmm. end. Because I'm assuming we'll see Saw again uh, before we'll see the Saw? season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great, but yeah. All right, guys, so that's going to wrap us up for episode 29 of The Hold Maneuver and episode 9 of Andor. Uh, you can leave us a review on the podcast Catcher of Your Choice, mostly Spotify and Apple Podcasts. 
also here on YouTube if you're watching this. Uh, all the usual stuff, you know, ring the bell, hit the thumbs up thing to like it. Hit the subscribe <laughs> ring, the button. ring that little yeah. bell. <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, do, do all the things. Uh, and then in our show notes, you can find all of our social media handles for Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and whatnot, as well as our individual handles for myself and for, for Mike. Uh, and then uh, I'll put yours in there uh, again as as well, Adam, if you want to remind everybody where they can find you online too. Uh, on Instagram, I'm at Adam <laughs> Daniel Danny. And then on Twitter, I'm Adam Danny Daniel. Play on my name, I guess. <laughs> uh, but those are the only two social medias I have. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can follow me and I'll interact with you maybe. I don't know. It could happen. There we go. Depends on what you say. Yeah. yeah. See where we're especially at. If, especially if you're from Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. We love Florida. you, Alabama. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, Mike's gonna get all the the at replies from from Alabama once this episode goes out. <laughs> oh boy! Hey, as uh, long as they don't make fun of Elvis again, they got me a lot of hate on my other channel. Oh, oh boy! Yeah, yeah no, you, you, you don't ever make, make fun, you don't ever make fun of Elvis. I didn't make fun of the person. I just said the movie wasn't very good, in my opinion. Was... You're entitled you also, to that. Yeah, you also can't make. Don't tell that to the folks on the internet, though. <laughs> and don't make fun of UHF either. Yeah, I'm almost incited a riot on that. Well, oh, UHF yeah. wasn't terrible. It just wasn't that good. <laughs> I haven't seen it since I was 13. Give me some. Oh, yeah. I saw them when I was a kid on like WWOR New York or something like that. Oh, <laughs> it's on TV. It seems, that seems like the perfect place to watch UHF is on that, like, that kind of a channel. Oh, that yeah. It's essentially like upsending pretty sure i watched it at mark's house and fell asleep so because you were tired not because the movie was boring or anything (laughs) just had a long day (laughs) long day of being 13 (laughs) yep those were long days uh and speaking of long days uh you can email us at holdapod at gmail.com as always we are grateful to george lucas for creating the star wars universe oh dear thank the maker George, appreciate you. <laughs> Make more movies. Stop being afraid. Every time I hear George, I just think of my dad. George. My dad. My dad's name's George. I don't. I don't. I have an uncle George. <laughs>